0: Welcome to the Divine Joy Circle with your host, Tina Van Luven. This podcast is for soul-inspired entrepreneurs who find it challenging to create and maintain their ideal work-life balance. Listen in and experience how you can let joy be your guide to creating money, miracles and true wealth in all aspects of your life and business. Hi, I'm Tina, the Joy Oracle at Inner Delight and Divine Joy, and thanks for taking time out of your busy day to join me here inside the Divine Joy Circle for today's episode as we'll be talking about the simplest way to optimize your intuition. As you may or may not know, I started house-sitting almost a year ago, and I've been looking after people's homes and their animal companions while they're away, and it's been taking me to all sorts of destinations, some of the places I had never even heard of, so I had to look on the map where they were. And by just really trusting that Divine Scheduling Department was sending me to exactly the right place at the right time, I have found myself being in locations that have gifted me with the most amazing, beautiful surprises in ways I could never have anticipated. And oftentimes this has happened by me arriving in locations that I had never heard of before, or where I may have heard of them before, but I had some opinions about those locations based on stories others had said I had never even been there. And so I've had some amazing breakthroughs and transformations in my life over the last year. And yeah, it's quite an amazing way to be living like this as it's also really amplified the ways that I was projecting security outside myself onto requiring a home of my own. And so really bringing to light all the cultural programming and agreements that were saying that if you want to have a roof over your head, then you must rent or buy a place, otherwise you're going to be homeless. And there was a part of me that was really committed to clearing out all the cultural programming that was actually creating limitations for me being free to express myself in the world in the most joyful ways. And I had no idea what I was in for when I said yes to hell sitting, but it's just been the most delightful adventure. You know, I've had a few freak out moments along the way when some unconscious programs were triggered and fears were activated. And I'm like, my God, how amazing, Right nothing like moving to activate some of these fears. Um, Because when you find yourself living in the same place or going through the motions in the same way every day, then it's pretty easy to get comfortable in your comfort zone and to find yourself in a bit of a rut, right? That's why oftentimes people say, if you want to shake up your energy a bit, you know, shake up the ways where you've been holding yourself back or limiting yourself, then change up your routines. You know, if you always go to work the same way or you go to your favorite place in nature the same way, then take a different route. If you always do the same thing in the morning, then shake up your routine, try doing something different and notice what happens. So we can really get stuck in our grooves. And that's great when you have routines that really support your well-being. But when you've got routines in place that are limiting you, then it can be a little frustrating at times, right? When you find yourself seemingly stuck. So that's perhaps why traveling is such an amazing way to just clear out limitations and to, by getting yourself out of your comfort zone, to really find out what you're made of, you know, when the rubber hits the road, when it comes down to it, what are you made of? It's easy to say what you will do when you're faced with a certain situation that you're not actually currently experiencing or living. You won't really know how you will respond or react until you find yourself in a particular situation, right? Right. So it just so happens that the Vine Scheduling Department led me to a place that's in the bush about an hour outside of Perth in West Australia. And I had never heard of the place before, but when I was invited to come and stay here, I met with a couple here and they're just so lovely. I was like, oh my gosh, what a treat. And the first night that I was here, I went outside and it was so dark that I couldn't even see my hand in front of my face. If I looked up at the sky, the stars were so bright. There was no light pollution. It was like I could pluck them from the sky. They were that bright and seemed that big. And the other thing I noticed was that it was so quiet. The only sounds that I was hearing were the sounds of the wind, rustling through the leaves of the trees, the sounds of the birds, and just the sounds of nature in general. And as I was settling into being here, it occurred to me how much noise we are used to in everyday living, when you find yourself living in a city or in the suburbs. You know, just the everyday noise and how we cancel that out, it becomes white noise. And it's not until you find yourself in absolute silence that you can realize the impact this noise has had on your body, has had on your senses. It's like you're constantly having to filter out the noise so that you can make sense of what's important to you, the information that you need to be aware of in this moment. And when your senses get overloaded or overstressed, and isn't that a common thing in today's society? You know, not just the noise of everyday living that you may not even be aware of, but the noise of all the information that's coming at you in your inbox with emails. If you find yourself on social media, there is a lot of noise out there. And so how do you optimize your intuition when you don't take time out to be in silence Perhaps this is why silence retreats have become pretty popular. You know, those 10 day retreats, complete silence. So what do you do if you don't have the time or the opportunity in your life right now to take 10 days out to be in silence? I remember when I used to fly, I'd spend a lot of time in New York City and we'd stay in Manhattan and I loved going to yoga classes there. So I would go to yoga studio in the middle of Manhattan and always was amazed that I would go into the class and you'd hear the sirens and, you know, the amazing amount of noise that happens in New York City. And within minutes of being in the class and really settling in, It was as if that noise was becoming further and further removed from me. It's as if I was held within this bubble of quiet as I was connecting in with myself. And it always amazed me how this could happen within such a noisy location. And so therefore, knowing that when we take time out to go inside and you go into your inner sanctuary and connecting in with the silence within you, It's like going inside so that you can receive insight, right, connecting in with the sacredness within you so that you may actually receive the information, the guidance that you require in each particular moment. So perhaps the easiest way to optimize your intuition is to gift yourself the gift of silence. Taking some time to go within and just noticing the noise that you encounter. The way that this noise can show up in your everyday life is by the distractions that you encounter. It's like all the things that show up, which may be people and their requests, or it can be activities that call for your attention. Whatever it is, it's basically pulling you away from you. And obviously having a few days in nature in silence will really expedite bringing to awareness where you may have been distracting yourself. And if you're not able to go into nature to be in silence, then allowing yourself that sacred time to go inside wherever you are. Claim a space within your living environment that is going to be your sacred space. And inform those around you that you are going on a little inner journey, you're taking a little time out for you, and you are not to be disturbed under any circumstances, unless the house is on fire or someone is dying. The odds of that are pretty unlikely, right? So therefore, really allowing yourself this quiet time just for you and creating a little ritual where you allow yourself to place a bubble around you that is filtering out the noise so that you may connect in with the truth of your divine self your soul guidance and noticing what emerges if there is an area in your life where you've been struggling or you've been looking for guidance notice if you've been looking outside yourself thereby projecting authority onto somebody or something outside yourself to provide you with the guidance and thereby denying yourself from receiving your own guidance a lot of this comes from old religious programming you know that you used to need to go to whatever your religion was the person who was a representative for that religion to be the communication go between person the mediator if you like between you and source and yet in this modern day and age you know many people are no longer going to churches to mosques to whatever their temple of devotion may have been some do But interestingly enough, you may find that your temple is wherever you find yourself. That you do not need somebody to be the in-between person, the mediator. You have direct access to source 24-7. Yet because most of us haven't been used to having this level of connection available, it can require a bit of reminding yourself that truth is that you do and allowing yourself some silent time in our retreat time to uncover some of the fears that you may have about trusting your intuition, about trusting your guidance. And about offering up all the records and memories and the experiences of where you felt like you were trusting your intuition and it led you up the proverbial garden path or into disaster of some sort. And thereby you decided that you couldn't trust your intuition and so you needed to look outside yourself, looking for confirmation outside yourself rather than trusting your source self. There's so much more to this topic than we can dive into here in this podcast, but suffice it to say that honoring yourself by allowing yourself some sacred time to go within so that you may receive the insights that have been waiting for you all along is probably one of the greatest gifts that you can give yourself. And in order to allow yourself to clearly receive, to hear, perceive in whichever way you most easily perceive your intuition, will call for becoming aware of where you've let yourself be distracted. Where is the noise from the outside world? Where is the noise of the expectations, the rules, the agreements of society getting in the way of you honoring yourself? One way that this can show up is that when you truly trust your intuition and you know that you have direct connection with source, as you are a unique expression of source, so how can you not be directly connected? But it can show up as the part of you that will say, who am I to, and fill in the blank. Well, this is where I love that beautiful poem by Marianne Williamson, you know, that fear of your own light. When you ask yourself, who am I to be gorgeous, to be brilliant, to be fabulous? Well, who are you not to be? You are an amazing, unique expression of divinity. Here to express, to implement, to apply, to put into action the beautiful gifts and talents that you have in ways that only you can. There may be millions of people in the world sharing similar talents and gifts. They may share the same talents and gifts, and yet nobody can apply or implement these gifts and talents the way you can, because you are the only you, right? So therefore taking some time on a regular basis, when maybe you need a little retreat, you know, a few days to get away from it all. If you can allow yourself that gift of being in nature and actually being in the silence, it is probably the simplest way to optimize your intuition by allowing yourself that space to be in silence and being in nature makes that ever so much easier but again as i said if that's not possible then creating some sacred time within your current living circumstances you do what you can with what you have where you are in each moment and that may start by writing a letter to yourself perhaps apologizing for the ways that you have turned down your intuition or not trusted your intuition or overruled your intuition And perhaps the ways that you did trust your intuition and then times when it didn't seem to work out. And when you allow yourself to clear the feelings that have been stored within you that may have been repressed, which can be feelings of resentment or feeling betrayed or abandoned or let down, and essentially all the ways that the stories have played out that you're separate from source and thereby Keeping that misperception in place by projecting your guidance outside yourself, taking that through a writing process, you know, writing a letter of apology to yourself or taking it through a polarity process to clear the emotional charge that's held within all of this. And as you offer all of that up, you can even ask divine source. To just flush out all the ways that this has been held or stored within your physical body, emotional body, all the layers of your energy field within your boundaries and allowing yourself to be infused with divine grace, allowing yourself to be infused with remembering the truth of you before any of these misperceptions occurred. And the mind will not be able to understand this or even comprehend it. Mind certainly can't. Yet by allowing yourself to be quiet, to be in silence for a while, to allow yourself to receive this into your physical body, emotional body, mental body, into your energy field, you're allowing yourself the experience, whichever way that presents itself to you. So what would happen if you knew that you could absolutely trust your inner guidance? If you can trust your intuition? You could take these questions into meditation with you and just ponder them and just notice what emerges. Do some journaling and just allow whatever wishes to be expressed to be written onto paper, giving voice to what's been inside you, but that you may have been too busy to hear. Sometimes your intuition shows up in very subtle ways and we're very quick to override it or to forget it or to just ignore it. When you then look back, you'll recall that initial feeling, that initial way of whatever you perceive intuition. You know, some people hear things, some people feel things, others see things, others just know. We all have access to all the various ways of perceiving, yet you'll probably find that you have a preference for one over the other, or one comes easier to you. And where conflict can occur is, for example, when I was going through healing school training, we had a lot of visuals in our uh, class and they were able to see energy as if they were watching a movie, you know, really easy to just see it. And others were more sensory. They felt whether something was right or not. They could feel into the energy and others just knew. There was no explanation for how they knew. They just knew. And it was interesting because usually the, most of us who found that it was easier to perceive energy in other ways than seeing it had decided that seeing it was the best way to be able to perceive intuition, to, to be able to perceive guidance. You know, And the interesting thing was, is that most of us in that class found that seeing was the easiest way to just know something. You see it, it's visual, easy. Or perhaps hearing it was also pretty easy. And where it started to get a little bit blurry was if you were feeling it or you just knew because then doubt could creep in really fast. I mean, if you hear something or see something, that's pretty clear, right? So the gift in those experiences was for each of us to get really clear on what our preferred mode of receiving intuition and guidance was, and to allow ourselves the experience of fine-tuning the other ways of perceiving, yet really allowing ourselves also to trust what our dominant, our preferred way of receiving intuition and guidance was, and that's unique to each of us. So if you find that your preferred natural way of receiving guidance is through feeling it, through sensing it, or perhaps you just know rather than hearing it or seeing it, then could you allow yourself to really honor that that is your way of perceiving intuition and trusting that, rather than wishing that you could just see or hear it? That's tripped up many and therefore has actually abdicated authority onto those who can clearly see and who can clearly hear, rather than trusting your own inner source guidance. Just because it doesn't present in the way that you would like it to, or you think it would be easiest, doesn't mean that your source guidance cannot be trusted or that it's not optimal for you. So just thought I'd throw that in there as something to ponder. So I'm curious to hear how this may have been playing out in your life. And if you would be willing to give yourself the gift of silence so that you may really connect in with yourself, your source guidance in a deeper way and trust that and allow yourself to let your intuition be optimized in ways that are optimal for you so have fun with it play with it explore find out what works and what doesn't take it through energy clearing if required so that you can be a clear channel for you and let that guidance of yours guide you every step of the way so go forth let joy be your guide to a life and business that are worth waking up for every day and until we meet again, many joyful blessings. Thanks for listening to the Divine Joy Circle with Tina Van Luven. Visit InnerDelight.com to learn more about Tina's fabulous new Divine Joy Circle membership offering and claim the Money and Miracles Treasure Chest, including meditations to boost your joy and money mojo.